Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. To the punters, mate, on SEN. Friday morning rolls around the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson, good morning. Good morning, Mark Braybrook. How are you? Very well. And yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, big show. Uh, you want to have to change your name to Sam Nelson. <laughs> I might have to change mine to Sam Braybrook. It's the Sam show. Sam Collett and Sam Clipperton will be joining us today. So yeah. we're really looking forward to that. I, I'm loath to mention it, but the weather forecast... <laughs> For tomorrow, <laughs> it's just a rig. You know, we need yeah, to just record uh, this, and we can forget the first part of the show. Play I mean, it each week. Thirty-five mil. They're forecasting for Brisbane tomorrow. Yep. Um, and showers increasing today. Um, six mil today. Eighty percent chance. Most likely this afternoon and evening. Tomorrow, one hundred percent chance of rain. <laughs> up to thirty-five mil. It just. Well, it's, it's just... Yeah. There's one good thing. We, we're already on a heavy track. It's a heavy eight at Doombin this morning after one mil overnight. It never dried out yeah, from so, last week. So it's a heavy eight after one mil. What's it going to be like <laughs> well, after 41 mil? A heavy 10. So you, you can do your form on a, on a heavy track. There's no doubt about that. Well, is there any chance it may not even go ahead? Yeah, there would be. If, if this rain does fall during the meeting, as it's forecast to do, visibility will become an issue, most likely. And also the track will chop up. It's not the same as Eagle Farm last week. That was very, very gloomy, but the track stood up well. We did get to a heavy. It rained for the first seven races. Mm. You could hardly see the horses on the TV. I hate to think what the jockeys went through. So tomorrow will be a similar story. But if it chops up badly, I don't know what will happen. Maybe it certainly won't be transferred. Maybe it will be held over until well, Monday. Well, they said that. They yeah. said it will be held over. And more than maybe Wednesday, I think I read earlier in the week. It'll be, moved, dry out. it'll be moved to Wednesday. Well, there is a yeah. Doombin meeting set for next Wednesday. A midweeker. So it all depends what happens tomorrow. I know. I'm sorry to start the day with with that, but it is, and pardon the pun, it is hanging over our head even as we speak, literally. Uh, So it is... It is remarkable because this time of year is supposed to be the dry season. And, uh, it's just amazing. Yeah. All the um, the humidity that's been around, mould in people's houses oh. I keep seeing on the news every five minutes. It's I know. Just... That and the towels don't dry up. Yeah. You have a shower, you get back the next morning and <laughs> just it, It's wetter than it was. Then. I know. I know. So anyway, anyway, we'll leave that be for the time being. We can't get away from it, unfortunately. What are your highlights been for the week? Oh, look, I think uh, Sam Clipperton winning the uh, the 10,000 on Marzoo last Saturday at Eagle Farm was a highlight. Sam's uh, been through a bit, which we'll, we'll get to when we speak to him after 9 o'clock. Uh, he took a little bit of time away, went on a surfing trip from racing. He's had 14 Group 1 seconds leading into uh, last Saturday. So that, uh, that stopped or ended a frustrating run of uh, placings in Group 1s. And he must have been a little bit worried when he saw Paul Ailey coming down the outside late. Anyway, so Sam gets uh, the top gong. Eagle Farm, the way it stood up to the uh, the weather on the day and the racing, I thought was uh, was terrific. Uh, kudos to everyone uh, concerned there. And Marzu. 
Mazu's a, a new horse that, uh, well, may be the star of the future going forward in the sprinting ranks. Now won six straight. It was a bit of a job to get there on Saturday, but they were tough conditions. So onward and upward, gone for a spell. We'll see Mazu in the spring. Now, some updates uh, on Gypsy Goddess. Yeah, just some horse updates here. The Oaks' favourite Gypsy Goddess will have a jump out at the Sunshine Coast, weather permitting, on Sunday. I'm not sure if they'll race on the grass or the, the uh, poly track there. Willie Pike will ride in that jump out. Zoo Style, who headed for home in the 10,000 last week with about a three-length lead, I thought, don't tell me, and then folded, unfortunately. He'll be uh, going around in the Lightning at Eagle Farm on the 4th of June. 1,000-metre race, much better suited for him. Uh, Dynasties, who's the favourite for the, or the second favourite for the Oaks uh, in two weeks' time. Non-acceptor for the Roses tomorrow, which was odd, but she's still on target for the race. As she's still going around in the race, and she will run at Rose Hill instead tomorrow. She's gone back to Sydney since her win at the Gold Coast. And Craig Williams, who we always love to see up here in Brisbane. He has, uh, we had a great carnival last year. No doubt he'll have another uh, very successful winter carnival. He is riding next week. He's riding September run for Chris Waller in the Group 1 Kingsford Smith Cup at Eagle Farm. And also, look, it's a, it's a big day for us owners tomorrow too. It is. Because, um, uh, not for you, because your horse is no, nowhere I'll, to be seen, is no, it? No, it's run. But I'll get to that after you. April and Augusta ran last. Oh, you kept that very last, side quiet. Ran last Sunday on the poly track at the uh, Sunshine Coast. But she didn't really handle it. She didn't jump oh. well. She finished out of the placings. Oh. However, yeah, so you got we got the... $10 prize money sent last night in the bank account. So we are off and running. You're off and running. Okay, well, we got $9, <laughs> so you're only $1 ahead of us. Now, um, the big goodbye I think, I don't know, I've lost track of where our horses are because the big goodbye was supposed to be running in the Chief De Beers. I think it was, which is worth $130,000. Yep. For some reason, and Heels hasn't been able to find out because this is, it's starting to become a bit of an over, he's not coping as our racing manager. Maybe he does know, but he's not telling. Well, no, he he doesn't know. And he doesn't know why the big goodbye, you might be able to explain it, why the big goodbye has been scratched from a race that we would have won $130,000 in. No, that's the total prize money, not your first pay, first pay. Placed prize money. $130,000 race is broken down into five different prize money levels. First, first, second, third, fourth, fifth. I'll have a look. So first place would be more than we're going to get for winning race two. That is true. Yes, that is true. So we need an explanation. Well, I can tell you what the explanation is. From the Pink and Bar Private Foursomes champion. The explanation is that uh, you drew a wide gate and a very awkward starting point and you would have been out in the boom dock somewhere, and he's gone with race two instead, where he's drawn a good gate, okay. and he'll settle nice and handy to the speed. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. What I always hear about horses scratch because of the bad barrier draw. Mm-hmm. Why then have those barriers in the first place? If every time a horse gets a bad barrier, it gets scratched. Well, not every time, but you've got to pretty look at much. The, well, yeah, look and, and look different. And the only points. reason they get sent around if they've got a bad barrier is they desperately need the run. The run, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but, but if you draw a wide gate and there's no speed inside, no problem. Over you go to the fence, you'll have no issue at all. But there's there's speed obviously in the Chief De Beers. It's a sprinting race, so he'd be out on the outside I fence, which my, might not be the worst place to be. Didn't even get my invite for the owners' enclosure. Oh, how many owners are in it? Uh, I don't know, but Heels is in charge of that, so oh, well, he, he'll yeah. be going. So twelve eighteen tomorrow, the big goodbye and. I'm very, very nervous because you've tipped it. I have tipped it. Yeah. I think it looks a lovely race for the big goodbye. Two runs Leah, this time in. Leah is on board. Leah takes two off, settles up on the speed, has heavy track form. Look, on paper, looks well suited. Mm. How are the day plan? Uh, mm. wh- how the day goes on, where the best place to be on the track will be, who knows? That stuff's in the lap of the gods. Well, 
Twelve eighteen tomorrow. The big goodbye goes around, so we'll see how we go. I have no idea where the other horses are. I think some are being spelled, some are uh, having a rest, some have been gelded. Um, so anyway, it's really tough keeping up with this. But anyway, we'll take a break here <laughs> on the punters, mate. Other side of the break, and she has made a mark. We've spoken to Sam Collett before on the program, but we're going to chat with her again. She's really finding her feet, no doubt, in southeast Queensland. Another big day of rides tomorrow at Dooman. But a break here on the punters made at 20 to 9. This is the punters mate on SEN. Friday morning, the Tad Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. And SEN Track is now on Facebook and Instagram as well as Twitter. So you can follow us on there uh, at SEN underscore track. Find us at Facebook on uh, at SEN Track. And the Track Hub is also on the SEN app. It's Sam Friday. We've got Sam Clipperton <laughs> coming up after nine, but now we speak with Sam Collett, who is, as I said in the top of the show, uh, Chris is really making a mark in southeast Queensland. We had her on the program, uh, oh, it seems like an eternity ago now, but it may not even mean that long, but uh, she joins us again this morning. Sam, thanks again for your time. Welcome to the program. Hi guys, yeah, no, thanks for having me on again. It's always nice to catch up. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. Uh, last time we talked, it was you've been here a few weeks, maybe a month or two. It's obviously a few months on since then. How are things? Are you happy with the way everything's going? Yeah, I can't be disappointed with how things are going. Um, obviously, there's always room for improvement, um, but I'm getting a lot of support. And my agent's doing a really good job, and um, things are rolling along pretty nicely. You're not missing uh, home, Sam, at all? You're quite happy here in Queensland? No plans at this stage to return? No, like at this stage, I, I have no plans on returning home to ride as such. Um, obviously, I, I miss my, uh, my property at home and things like that, and my family. But um, for now, I'm pretty settled, and I yeah, can't see myself heading back home. You know, I'll continue my riding here, and just as long as things are going as well as they are now, then... It'll all be good. Sam, I asked this question, I think, of Karen McAvoy a few weeks ago and based on Sydney's weather at the time, we can almost ask the same question now of our Brisbane South East Queensland jockeys. When was the last time you rode on a good track? <laughs> <laughs> Probably when I left New Zealand. <laughs> they haven't had any rain at home. or I think they've had it but the last few days. But like my farm at home has dried off and we were, they're in desperate need of some rain before it gets too cold. But it's been ridiculous here, isn't it? And well, Sydney's the same. They've just popped it. Well, speaking of the weather, I mean, you rode at Eagle Farm, obviously, last Saturday, and you rode the first winner, Boom Nova, a very, very impressive, straight up on the speed and really uh, didn't get back in the field, which was good, but you would have ridden some other horses during the day that settled back in the field. How bad and how difficult were those conditions last Saturday? To be fair, like, the track, obviously, as you know very well, Eagle Farm, it, it never gets too deep in testing, but I think it, with the consistent like just light misty rain during the day and the tracks opened up it's made it you know pretty well not very nice for a horse and rider to get through um like they were still running fairly solid times you know in terms of what times they would have run on you know a really waterlogged track um it definitely wasn't ideal um but i mean you can't do much i think they did well to sort of press on with the meeting and um yeah just it just made things pretty just hard to deal with, really. Yeah, is it um, is it a little bit scary in those conditions? I mean, how far in front can you see? I mean, uh, on the TV, watching on the TV, it was very, very gloomy, and you could hardly see the horses in some of the races. 
uh, on track would have been probably worse because the TV always makes things brighter. But actually riding in the race, I know there was a lot of kickback. Uh, some of the jocks were coming back with a lot of dirt and mud. Was it was it bordering on dangerous? No, it probably looked worse on TV, to be fair. I think the hardest thing in those sorts of situations is when um, your goggles fog up and you can't, you know, you it's not like you can put your demister on like you can in your car, you know, mm. with, obviously because it's still muggy and humid and you get in the rain and stuff. It makes it hard to see. So you got a couple of pairs of goggles depending on where you're going to be in the running. Um, you just try and do the best you can with that situation. But it probably did make it look worse on TV. I, it obviously wasn't pleasant riding in it, but watching the replays and that, it definitely wasn't as bad as it probably made out. Probably reminded you of home. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, except when it gets wet at home, you're on the outside fence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you, do you think riding on that track last Saturday, there was any particular better parts of the track to be on, or do you think it was was uniform, was just a matter of uh, which horses handled the conditions, which horses had the better runs, etc.? I think the track played pretty fair, to be honest. Um, I think later in the day, obviously, the inside was just because it had been consistently raining all day. Um, it deteriorated a little bit on the inside, just, you know, that the kickback wasn't great there because the track just wasn't holding together naturally, you know, as it, it wouldn't with the way the weather was going. So, to be honest, I don't think it made a heck of a lot of difference where you were. Um, yeah, Gee, pretty uh, good, really. Boom Nova was impressive in the first. Yeah, she was. When I did my form, you know, for the races on Saturday, I um, thought that, you know, her run last start was, her win last start was also solid and the, the race sort of mapped out for her to get a nice run. I didn't, think that La Palmier would sort of have pour as much pressure on in the early part of the race um, as it did, but it worked right into my hands. Where do you think we'll see her again? Uh, I was just talking to Chris during the week. There might be a few options for her, maybe the Lightning, maybe just 1,200 metres. He's not too sure. He just wants to try and place her best where she can get some black type. Obviously, mares, when they're in form, it's nice to strike while the iron's hot, and she's definitely looking like, you know, it's not beyond her, um, and she deserves a chance at a, at a race you know, getting some black type. Now, you rode at the uh, Sunshine Coast on the uh, poly track on Wednesday. Very impressive winner was higher for Lee Friedman. There's a good future in store for that one, you would think? Yeah, he's a horse. Um, you know, Lee's team have had quite a bit of time for, obviously, things didn't go quite to plan at first start, but he uh, redeemed himself um, on Sunday, and he's, jumped. he's a horse that's got a good bit of speed, and um, I don't think he's going to mind a little bit of off-track, you know, heading back to the the turf, um, and I think he's come through that race well. I'm pretty sure Lee has another race mapped out for him. That should be a, a nice stepping stone going from that maiden win. And you're right, it was Sunday, not Wednesday. I'm losing track with all these uh, polytrack meetings, <laughs> what, days, what day it is. Just before we let you go, Sam, Coventina Bay, you're riding, of course, in the Doombin Cup tomorrow. Things didn't really pan out in the uh, Hollandale, yet I thought she ran really well, and I believe there were some issues with blood count. Um, yeah, I think Robert said that maybe she'd had a little tie-up um, earlier in the week. Um, I thought her run was, you know, pretty courageous, to yep. be honest. She jumped, travelled well. Um, she's such a neat mare ride, you know. She can just sort of put her wherever in the running. And I was able to track right up behind Zaki at the corner. And I knew he was going to take some running down. Obviously, the track conditions didn't suit him either. But my little Mimi, she tried her heart out. Give her um, a chance tomorrow? Nice to oh, definitely. I know Rob's really happy with how she's come through that run. I've sort of sat on her back a couple of times since then and, She's impressed me how she's come through it. I think having that prep here last winter's really helped her too. Um, she settled in a lot easier. Um, yeah, no, Rob's wrapped with her, and, and I'd be disappointed if she didn't run really well tomorrow. 
Sam, is tomorrow morning the first time you'll get to see Doombin um, and see how much how wet it is? It's a heavy eight at the moment. The forecast is not great. When do you get the first chance to have a look at the track tomorrow morning? Yeah, I'll go for a walk. Um, for the, I obviously don't ride till race four tomorrow, so I'll be able to get a feel for what the track's doing after the first couple of races and just go and see what's happening. But um, it really is a matter of, you know, if the track deteriorates, how your horse is handling it, you can only really gauge that once you're going around. Mm. We really appreciate your time. It's always lovely having you on the program. Uh, good luck tomorrow, and no doubt we'll chat it again down the track. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for having me Thanks on. very much, Thanks, Sam. Sam. Sam Collett there, one of our leading jockeys. It's great to have... Uh, uh, Sam in the state and doing so well. So yeah, I reckon by race four, uh, a heavy eight will have been and gone. Yeah, and I don't think uh, it would matter what condition Sam is riding in or what is going on. When she's behind the barriers, she just always has a smile on her face. Her and Tegan Harrison, uh, they're a credit to themselves. They're always happy. Are you looking tomorrow um, at horses drawn wide oh. because of the I don't know. I'll probably have to watch the first few races. Okay. Doombin used to play where if it was wet, up on the pace near the fence would be would be ideal. But the last few months, it's been getting to the outside. So it's a bit of a lottery until you watch probably a couple of races. So potentially there'd be goodbye drawn outside in the... Uh... Would have been better. <laughs> and that's it. You just uh, don't know in those conditions. And then which horses handle it? Mm. Some do, some don't. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Coming up after nine o'clock, we have Sam Clipperton on our Sam Friday. So Sam Collett, Sam Clipperton. He's got trials. Where are the trials in Sydney? Because he's flying up tomorrow. No, he's not. He's not riding here tomorrow. Oh, he's not riding tomorrow. No, he's riding in Sydney tomorrow. So, yeah, he's staying home. Okay, so he doesn't have to worry about the uh, heavy eight plus at... Uh, no, Durban. he can deal with a heavy 10 at Rose Hill instead. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we'll get Sam on the program. Fingers crossed uh, in between trials uh, tomorrow, uh, today in Sydney. Yes, uh, he's got quite a few uh, rides this morning. He's got a lot of rides at Rose Hill tomorrow. A lot of good rides. We might ask him about a couple of those, but I want to ask him about uh, his time away from riding. He went on a bit of a surfing trip and he's really turned the corner the last six months. So interesting to see what he's doing differently. So that is uh, after nine o'clock, which is not too far away. Now, we should update our good friends at the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Yep. Poor old Luke Gatehouse. We had him on the program last week, Albion Park. Uh, The track was okay, but the roads around were flooded. Uh, Last night was a high tide at midnight, so they were able to get last (laughs) night's meeting underway. Uh, today they're supposed to be having Greyhound meeting at um, Ipswich, so Albion Park will be fine. The harness racing is there tonight. So last week, the start of the Winter Carnival, they had to last m- night move that to Saturday. Yep. And last Saturday's got cancelled again because of the wet weather and not being able to get into Albion Park. So then they had to uh, start all again last night. They're going to have to cram it in and rush it through. And this is their celebration year as well. They've got so many things happening. So you've got to feel for, oh. for poor old Luke Gatehouse. Yeah, and they had the heats of the Young Guns, the Group 3, last night, and the Young Guns final will be the week after that. So looking forward to that. Well, uh, Next Thursday, yeah. We'll take a very quick break because other side of the break, we'll come back and chat a little bit more. We'll go through where all the racing is in the next couple of days in Queensland. And then hopefully, fingers crossed, if he's not on a horse getting ready for trial, we'll chat with Sam Clipperton right here on The Punter's Mate, the Tad Queensland Racing Carnival. Featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Friday morning rolls around to those stations just joining us. Welcome to the program. You've missed uh, Sam Collett on a Sam Friday. Sam Highland has just walked in. And hopefully Sam Clipperton will chat to very shortly. But we're surrounded by Sams. We are. Who else can we have on the show today with the first name of Sam? Who? I don't know. That's irrelevant, to be honest with you, Chris. But uh, yeah, Scott Sammy... Cross can be Sam Cross today when we cross to him. So why are we speaking with Sam Clipperton? Well, today? Sam Clipperton rode a treble at uh, Doombin last Saturday, and of course he landed the ten thousand winner in Mazu uh, in the big race. But he's a guy that's uh, he rode in Hong Kong some years back and had a good first season or so there, and things went a little bit pear shaped. He decided to come back to Australia. Uh, but look, his numbers over the last six months or so, this season he's riding at a really good uh, strike rate percentage. So I want to see what he's doing differently. He had a bit of time away. I think he's a new father as well. So it's just good to get to know a bit more about Sam Clipper. He's not riding here tomorrow in Brisbane, but he'll be back for some of the bigger races. And for those who are just joining us around the country, uh, the forecast for Doombin tomorrow is not great for Brisbane. We've got potentially about six mil today, later this afternoon and tomorrow and this evening. And then tomorrow, further 35. It's a heavy eight at Doombin at the moment. Uh, and I would think by the time we get to the Doombin Cup tomorrow, it might be a little bit closer to a heavy like 10. Double the, figures by that stage. Heavy eight. Yeah, but if anyway. the rain comes. Anyway, that's tomorrow at Doombin. We've got Aquas Park, Gold Coast, Toowoomba, fingers crossed, Nanango, Barcaldon, Innisfail, Homehild, Emerald, and also Mount Isa. So that is uh, the racing thoroughbreds tomorrow around Queensland. And as I mentioned, it's a very busy time for Sam Clipperton because he's got trials today in Sydney. Yes. But he has joined us on the line and we really appreciate it. Sam, thanks very much for your time. Good morning. No worries, guys. Uh, good morning. How are we? Yeah, very well. Thanks, Sam. You must be riding the crest of a wave at the moment after a, a fantastic uh, treble at Eagle Farm last Saturday, including the Group 1 Doom and 10,000, which broke... A run of outs for you in Group 1 is a frustrating run. Yeah, it certainly did. Um, no, it's been a, it's been a, a, you know, I've felt pretty good this week, obviously, but um, the work doesn't stop there. It's, um, you know, the show goes on and we, um, and we got to continue. And I'm here at the Rose Hill Trials under uh, rainy skies and getting uh, wet and, um, and, and trying to find the next winner. Well, don't worry. If you were up here, you'd be getting wet as well very shortly. It just yeah. seems to be the way of the world at the moment. Um, 14 Group 1 seconds leading into that win last week. How did you feel when Paul Ailey's uh, loomed down the outside? Do you think, oh, no, not again? No, I, 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 I had a lot of faith in Marzu in, in going into the race. And, um, and you know, his improvement throughout the preparation, the way he... he he went through the, the ranks was, was quite unbelievable. And, um, you know, it was his acid test last Saturday. He had to, to produce probably another peak performance or a peak performance to, to win the race, which he certainly did. And, um, you know, it was such a, it was such a tough victory because he chased a hot speed the whole way. The race was, was run, you know, it was a really high pressure, pressure run race. And, um, he was right there behind it. And, uh, he hit a bit of a, a flat spot there at about the 550 where the track was chewing up and he wasn't particularly enjoying, even though he, 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 he gets through heavy conditions, he wasn't particularly enjoying where the track was chewed up there. And, um, I just had to nurse him through that patch and he ended up surging to the front with a relative ease and then had to fight off Paul Ely, who was breathing down his neck. But, mm. you know, he's just such a winner now and 
um, you know, he's really applying himself to to his racing, and I, I think he I think he loves his racing to be honest. And um, he, you know, that last hundred meters particularly, he pinned his ears and 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 you know fought off Pulley to get the win. And you know, I'm pretty confident if the race was another hundred meters, the result would have been the same. He's he is a real winner. He's won six straight. Interested to uh, hear you talk after the race, uh, being interviewed, saying you did think you were in a little bit of trouble there, and you mentioned that flat spot at the five hundred. You thought I'm in a bit of strife here. I don't know if I'm going to catch these other horses. Yeah, I just like I said, I just had to really nurse him through it. He's um, he it was uncharted territory for both of us because um, usually he he strides up at about the you know the three hundred the three hundred the two fifty meter mark still on the bridle nursing him through his gears but because that pace was so uh brutal you know it was uncharted territory as i said in terms of he, he came off the bridle and, and i had to you know tr- really try and nurse him through that stage but like i said once he balanced up there at about the 300 and you know he worked through his gears he, he surged up to those leaders with relative e- ease and then he just had the job of of you know continuing to fight um, to the line with Pulele breathing down his neck, and you know, like I said, it was his it was his acid test. He he had to go up another level, particularly at Group One rate weight for age as a three year old. Um, but I think he just proved how how good he is on last Saturday. You know, he's a, he's a genuine Group One horse, and the thing with the horse, he's only a late season three year old, and he used to say he's not going to keep improving as a four year old or even as a five year old. So that's uh, certainly. Um, Certainly exciting times ahead. Sam, did the conditions play a role? I mean, we had the, the rain and the track, even though Eagle Farm uh, obviously holds up to the rain a lot better than Doombin, just the day itself and the track conditions and the rain and the kickback, did that have any impact at all? Not really on, on Marzu. Um, you know, he's a, he handles heavy heavy ground so well. Um, I often, with the, you know, the, the big wet that's been in Sydney these last couple of months, um, I'm off, he often galloping the horse on heavy tracks in the morning and he seems to give me a false feel on on how heavy the tracks are because he makes it feel like a you know a soft six at worst he just gets through it so well but I don't um you know I, he's certainly not just a, a, a wet tracker it's a string to his bow that he that he handles it well but I remember his um his his last run as a colt um back in October he won the, he won the Brian Crowley um you know, with a leg in the air, basically, he wanted as he liked, and that was on a good three surface. So, you know, I've been saying all, all along, I can't wait to get him back on a good surface because I think he'll just really skip across it. And, um, you know, it's not often you find a horse with with his ability and his will to win that, and, and going into a race meeting knowing that it doesn't matter what the weather is, it just takes another worry out of it, uh, another. Uh, another circumstance out of uh, out of the race because he handles all track conditions and, and all circumstances and and he's versatile. He can race on speed and and now he's learning to relax and and take a sit and, and a, a absorb uh, a high pressure race. So you know he's got a lot of um, he ticks a, ticks a lot of boxes for for a horse to to win big races. That's for sure. Mate, if you find a good surface, I'm sure there's plenty of people in racing who would love to know, <laughs> know where it is at the moment. It just seems to be... Yeah, unbel- maybe, maybe, maybe Birdsville or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> the dirt track, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, just, just personally, Sam, uh, I know you spent uh, two and a half years, I think it was, in, in Hong Kong, but you decided to come back early from there. Then you had a bit of time off from racing. You went on a bit of a surfing trip. Is that right? 
Yeah, I did. I, um, you know, Hong Kong was a, a great experience. And um, as you said, I spent a bit over two and a half years there and it was with relatively good success. I think my first season there, I finished fifth on the premiership and you know, things were going well. But, um, you know, like anywhere, if you, you know, you just, you just got to continue to work hard. And, and, and in, in Hong Kong particularly, it's amazing how, you can be in one week and then the next week you're out. And that's just seemed to what happened to me. But I was very young when I went to Hong Kong. I was only 22 and probably had a, you know, a bit of growing up to do, which I certainly did. And, um, you know, I probably still had a bit of growing up to do when I came home. Admittedly, I, I, I came home and probably approached it the wrong way. I probably thought my, um, position in Sydney would, would, would still be here. And, um, you know, I was very, very flat and very tired and just not didn't have my head in the game and decided to take, um, you know, an extended break from racing, which was a tough decision to do because, again, you're, you're trying to do what's best for yourself and, 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 give, and you know, correct your mental state. But at the same time, you're, you're running the risk of, of perhaps never um, being in the position you, you once were ever again. So you know, that was a risk I had to take for, for myself. And once I came back, I changed a few things around with my management and very lucky now that I've got a great team around me. I've got a, you know, a really good manager, Drew Smith, who, who who's really worked hard behind the scenes and, and really pushed me too to, to get me, um, you know, to, to, to help me climb the, the, the ladder, um, when I first came back, I was going to country meetings, you know, far and wide and um, riding out the country quite regularly. And I'm also um, very lucky to have the help of James Winks, who helps a few riders in Melbourne as well. But he just um, he's more like, more or less like a coach, really. We talk about my rides um, before and after the races. And, you know, it's just very important to keep those one percenters intact and Sydney racing and you know Brisbane racing is the same. The one percenters are the, are the difference between winning and losing most times. So, you know, like I said, I've got a great team around me now, and I've got good family support, and you know, I'm back, um, back really loving what I do and loving my craft. And look, I'm not there yet. I've got a lot of work to do. Um, you know, I'm certainly a long way off, but uh, I'm heading in the right direction. And um, last Saturday was a was a big help for sure. Well, it shows on your stats. I mean, looking at uh, your strike rate over the past four seasons, 2018-19 was 7%, 19-20 was 8%, 2021 was 10%. This season you're riding at 15.2% strike rate. I mean, that, that shows yeah. what you're doing is right and you're in the right space. Yeah, and, you know, with with that help and, and confidence comes from support as well. You know, it's, you can't you can't win on can't win on horses that can't win basically and um you know and and uh you can go out and give them every chance which is what i try to do in each and every one of my rides but if if they're not good enough they're, they're simply not good enough but um you know i'm also you know I'm, I'm gaining good support now and 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 good support off off the right stables and i must say peter and paul snowden have been quite instrumental in 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 my my stats they over the last 12 months because um you know, they've given me great support and, and you know, having the confidence and, and the faith in my ability to, to say, put me on a horse like Marzu on, on the big days, um, they could have got anyone on Saturday, anyone they liked, but 
they chose to stick with me and as a jockey that gives you confidence when you put on the colours before the race knowing that you're going out to ride a horse like Marzu or any one of the, the Snowden's horses say or a Chris Waller or, or a John O'Shea or you know you, you know you're going out there with a chance and it really fuels you so yeah like I said I've, I've had to work hard but uh, I'm starting to um, get the right support and um, you know, like I said, Peter and Paul have been um, very instrumental in, in probably getting those stats up as well. So, like I said, there's still a job to be done. Where you still got to go out and win on them, but um, uh, you give trainers confidence with your confidence. So, no, things are starting to fall into place. Great stuff, mate. Are we going to see you back here before the end of the carnival? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going back up there uh, Saturday week. Um, I'm riding the horse of Annabelle Neeson that I won the Spirit of Boom uh, Classic on. I think he's going towards the Sires. So um, I'll be back up there. I think it's at Eagle Farm that yep. that day, if I'm correct. Uh, and I'll possibly ride uh, a horse for Peter and Paul Snowden called I Am Superman um, in the Kingsford Smith Cup. So uh, he'll be a, he's a he's a great chance with a horse with a lot of ability. He just needs um, he just needs the rain to stay away. Uh, to show his best, but uh, if it does, he's he's uh, certainly, um, you know, he's going to be very competitive in a race like that. Can't promise the rain will stay away, mate, but we'll try. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, unfortunately, one that's one of the many things that are out of our control. Absolutely. Do is hope. <laughs> Sam, thanks so much for your time, mate, for giving you so much time this morning on trial day there at Rose Hill. Uh, good luck uh, tomorrow with the rides you have, and uh, we look forward to seeing you back here in Brisbane tomorrow week. Thanks for your time, mate. No worries, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having Sam. me on. There he is, Sam Clipperton there, uh, giving us so much of his time on a busy Friday morning. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Really nice guy. Absolutely. And uh, you can tell those that are successful in any sport or in business or in life or whatever it may be, they've they've got the right headspace, and he certainly uh, has the right headspace. He certainly respect. does. And his strike rate trending in the right direction, isn't it? It is. We better take a break here on the punter's mate. Other side of the break, we'll come back and get the latest betting markets for Super Rugby, NRL, AFL. And can anything beat Zaki in the Doombin Cup? Nope. After the break, Scott Cross from CrossBet. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN. Time now on the program on this Friday morning to have a look at the latest betting markets. Thanks to CrossBet. Scott Cross joining us as he does each and every Friday morning. It's another bumper weekend of sport. When is it not? Scott, good morning. Where are you today? I mean, you in Northern Territory, you're in Melbourne. Where are you? I'm in sunny Brisbane in my oh, office as sunny. we speak. Well, then you don't have windows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't let me out very often. <laughs> no, I know. It's uh, Look, yeah, not. we've been discussing the impact that it may have on doom and tomorrow with regards to the, the wet weather that's forecast tomorrow. It might uh, potentially have some impact on the doom and cup, but can anything beat Zaki? Oh, look, it's no surprise. It's a one-way show when it comes to Zaki here. I mean, by the way the betting's going, you wouldn't even think there's any other horses in the race. It's about, let me have a look, 93% of the hold is on wow. Zaki. It's a dollar fifty favourite. Um, there's nibbles for two others, and when I say nibbles, I mean I mean nibbles. We're talking Cucaracha, the Walla horse, and another Walla horse, uh, Polly Gray. Yeah. Apart from that, at this stage, uh, it's a Zaki show. It's uh, <laughs> it won't be a good day for the uh, for the bookies if Zaki gets up. And as you said, it's what is it now? It's a heavy eight. Yes. Um, and I'm, you, know, you could probably only uh, contemplate that it's going to get worse. Yeah, it's race seven. It'll be heavy ten. Oh, by the heavy ten easily by then. And look, the placings in the in the Hollandale was Zaki first. 
Uh, of course, we had Cucaracha run third and Polly Gray ran second. I'd suggest that it might end up the same way. Almost again. a repeat. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Now, your Reds, last home game tonight against Moana Pacifica. They've lost four in a row. Um, I think if they can't, oh, look, I might be speaking out of turn here. Scott, you know more about rugby than I do. But if they can't beat Moana Pacifica, uh, the Reds, I know they're in the in the playoffs, but uh, we've got to put the red felt tip pen through. They have to win tonight. They have to win tonight, absolutely. Look, we know we're, the last four losses in a row, we don't get a home final. Um, look, Reds are a dollar and five cent. Pacifica are nine dollars fifty. The line's seventeen and a half. Look for a bit of comfort. It's James O'Connor's fiftieth game, fiftieth uh, cap for the Reds. Look, I think the Reds should get it done, but. Um, Given their form recently, it makes a hard road home to the finals. I think if we win tonight, we have Brumbies, Blues, Crusaders on yeah. the run into the finals. So we've made it difficult for ourselves, but look, I think we get it done tonight. In the NRL, a good win last night for the Broncos and the Titans take on the Sharks uh, this weekend down at Seabus Stadium. Yeah, very lopsided odds here. A Sharks $1.37, Titans at $3.10. I actually think it might be a bit closer this side. For me, I, I like the line. The, the Titans are, you know, Plus seven and a half, and that's where I think my money's going to go on this one. The Sharkies, you know, haven't been performing that well lately. Now, there's one game uh, we, I didn't mention to you that I think we should look at too. It's the other Queensland team, the Cowboys, at home against the Melbourne Storm, who are hard hit by injury. I see um, that Melbourne is still favourites, and I reckon there might be a bit of value in the North Queensland Cowboys for the game tomorrow night. Absolutely, the Storm are a dollar fifty, which I think, given the injuries, is, is, there's not a lot of value wow. there. Correct. Cowboys at home are $2.60 with a plus six-and-a-half start. I, I, I'm with you. If there's an upset for the round, I'm gonna, I like the Cowboys here. Wow. I, th- I thought it would be almost even money. Um, you know? Nah. Wow. When the Cowboys are on a roll, they're at home. The Storm have lost a lot of players through injury. Nelson Asafa-Solomona is also out. Uh, they might have the wobbly boot on. Um, yeah, okay. So that's very, very interesting. What about the Lions and Absolutely. Hawthorne uh, in um, in where are they playing? They're at Launceston. I think they're playing yeah. in Tasmania. Yeah, they're yeah, in the, Launceston. The, the Tasmania yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Cold, well, the, the, the Lions are raging favourite. Oh, absolutely! But it hasn't stopped the Lions' odds. They're a dollar thirty-five. Hawthorne three dollars twenty-five. The Lions nineteen and a half. Uh, and I think if I've got it right, the Lions have covered the line in the last three of their matches by a significant margin. So I think the Lions get it done here, despite playing in Tasmania, and they they get it done easily. Yeah, good on you, mate. Thank you for that. Another busy weekend, and we'll chat next week. Take care. All the best. There he is, Scott Cross from CrossBet with the latest betting. I can't believe the Cowboys um, well, market there. That's very, very to, uh, interesting. Invest. Now, thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Follow, fold or forgive. Tara Jasmine. Well, this was a, a difficult meeting, as we know, last week at Eagle oh, Farm, Mark. So there are, hang on. No, there are, no, no excuses. Okay. There, are a lot of, there are a lot of forgives. Everything's a forgive that failed. Okay. Right, okay. Everything. Uh, no folds, because on that track, there's plenty of excuses. So I've got three follows. Tara Jasmine from race number one. She missed the start. She ran home very, very well. Uh, she loves the wet ground. So see her in a couple of weeks, maybe next Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure what sort of condition Eagle Farm will be in. It won't be too wet, but I still think she's got a great chance. Whatever she goes around in going forward. Race four star Tontes. The filly we thought was a good thing. Well, she just got too far back. She missed the start, and from there on, she was never in it, but she was making good ground at the end. Look for her next time. Don't sack her by any stretch of the imagination and the run of the day came out of race five the spirit of boom 
political debate for Chris Waller. Now, as we head towards the size and the JJ Atkins over 1350 and 1600, this is the horse you want to be on. He always produces one early in the carnival that goes on in those races. This year, political debate is clearly the one. So I think everyone saw the run. Everyone will be on it next time, but I'm just adding my two cents in there as well. And one from the uh, poly track at the Sunshine Coast on Wednesday, Victory Moments. Uh, trained by Casey Fogged and Ryan Maloney Row. This is two wins this prep for this horse that's been gelded now. He's a different horse. He gets to the outside and he just puts them away and he does it very, very easily. So he's now living up to his trials. Now that he's a couple of uh, stone lighter, he's certainly a horse to keep on following. So all f- um, forgives follows. except... All follows. All follows. Yep, they're all, all follows. Right. No forgives and no folds. Okay, so all follows. Tara Jasmine, Star Tontes, Political Debate and Victory Moments. That's thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. What about the weekend forecast? What are your tips? Well, obviously we've gone looking for The big for goodbye. Horses. Well, yeah, I think the big goodbye has got a great chance in race two. Uh, look, on paper, beautifully placed, no weight with the claim for Leah Kilner. Good gate, handles the wet. Third run back from a break should be peaking We'll get every possible chance. That's all I can say. Conditions is uh, crystal ball stuff. So not one of my best of the day, but I have got it on top. Uh, race six, number eight, Thank Oscar Zulu that. for Chris Waller and uh, Kiwi jockey Leith Innes. Very good at uh, Gosford first up in the takeover target. Was running into the race nicely halfway down the straight. Uh, unfortunately, ran into a dead end and lost any chance of winning the race, but should have finished closer. If you look back at his recent form, it's very good. He's form. He hasn't put in a bad run for quite some time. He likes the wet ground. He's got a good gait. Gee, I think this is a nice race for him and his double-figure odds. So race six, number eight each way, Oscar Zulu. Race number eight is the Roses for the three-year-old fillies heading towards the Oaks. We don't have Dynasties, who won the bracelet. We don't have Gypsy Goddess, who's the favourite, who ran second in the bracelet. As we mentioned, she's going to uh, have a jump out at the sunny coast on Sunday. But we do have Smirk, who ran third in the bracelet behind those two, and I thought was on the worst part of the track. So that effort was good. It was only beaten a length and a half or so. Prior run in Sydney at Canterbury, just got home in a grinding finish. So she took a lot of improvement into that listed race last time out. I think if she takes any more improvement or even just turns up in the same form, she's got a great chance too on an each-way basis. Race 8, number 11, Smirk, is around the 6.50 mark. Uh, One of our favourite trainers, Mark, who's off to Dubai soon, is Michael Costa. I think next week's his last week. Uh, He's got the catch going around in race one at Doomben tomorrow. This horse has had two runs back from a break. He's won them by a cumulative margin of 8.6 lengths. He's been totally dominant. He's just run away with both of them and done it easily. I think he can bring that Ipswich Gold Coast form to town in the first race. So kick off with the winner, race one, number nine, the catch. That's about it. There's a few I like, but uh, I just don't know what that weather's going to do. And if you're having a bet, throw Zaki in with a multiple or something suppose, as your, yeah. your anchor, maybe Quaddy, if you're looking at the Quaddy. Well, you wouldn't take anything else. And think, well, no, look, funny things out. have happened <laughs> if you want a result. But, um, yeah, I think if you want to skinny up your Quaddy, Zaki's the one. Okay, so the big goodbye you like, but your best for the day? Well, I think the best is Oscar Zulu, which is funny to say because he's around $12. But I right. just think he's got a really good chance each way. I think he's over the odds. He should be uh, probably about... Six dollars, I think, Oscar Zulu. So we'll Even make him $6, the best. Six dollars, it's okay. Yeah, we'll make him the best of the day. He's a horse that did have a reputation of being a little bit less genuine or less than genuine. But look at his recent form; he's not like that at all. So I think See, he I think that's unfair. He doesn't know he's in a race. Well, sometimes they just sort Calling of pack it in. Someone less horses. genuine, and they don't An know enigma. what they're doing. They're just 
running around with their friends. Well, they are. Yeah. Some and of you're, them. And you're critiquing them, a horse based on that. Some he's of them less like than to beat genuine. their friends, though. He's less than genuine. Well, he, That's he has fair. been. That's not fair. That's bullying. No, he doesn't know. In this day and age, I'm going to get a defamation case. Anyway, so tomorrow we've got racing, uh, Thoroughbreds Doomben, Doomben Cup Day, Aquas Park, Gold Coast, Toowoomba. Fingers crossed that the rain stays away and Toowoomba's had a bad couple of weeks, but uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow morning with Sammy Highland on the Darling Downline and Nango, Buckalden, Innisfail, Home Hill, Home Hill, Emerald and Mount Isa. Harness Racing, Albion Park, and the Greyhounds, Ipswich and Townsville. Cabalabar's back on Sunday, Chris. Yeah. So to Albion Park, Redcliffe Harness Racing and racing on the sunny coast on Sunday. Well, I think we'll have to watch. Yeah, at the moment it's the grass, heavy nine. We'll have to watch this space over the weekend to see if any of these meetings are cancelled or moved to the poly track. Big chance the Sunshine Coast is on Sunday. Yeah. And the Gold Coast, if it cops a lot of rain during the meeting tomorrow, it'll be in trouble as well. Yeah, the forecast, as we mentioned at the top of the show, is not great. Uh, expecting rain later this afternoon and tonight maybe about up to 6 mil around Brisbane. And they're suggesting between 20 and 35 mil at this stage for Brisbane tomorrow, which is uh, rather heavy rain. Yeah, uh, it is. And it's not going to do the track any good. It's not going to do it any good at all. And if it is uh, called off, uh, they will try and hold it midweek. I'd say they'll so. run. If they get four or five races in, they'll run the rest on uh, on Wednesday. Anyway, you have a good weekend. You too. We'll chat to you throughout the week next week yep. and catch you next Friday morning for the punters, mate. Have a great weekend, everyone. We will be back next Friday morning to do it all again. But that is the punters, mate, and it's all thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.